Welcome to Let's Talk Seniors. Thanks to Anglican Care with Kylie and Michelle. Anglican Care, we're not only social on the bowling green. Find us on Facebook too. In today's episode, Michelle and I talk about whether spirituality is important to your health and well-being as you age. So a bit of a deep one today, Michelle. Mm, I like it. We have with us our special guest, Andrew Harrison, who is a pastoral care coordinator. Andrew holds a Bachelor of Theology and a Diploma in Applied Science. And on a more personal note, he is very well-travelled and enjoys meeting people from different cultures. Something that Andrew said to me once that really resonated was that he believes that spirituality is more about putting compassion into action rather than following a creed of a particular religion, which I love and I think sets the tone for our chat today, Michelle. Definitely. Welcome and thanks for joining us today, Andrew. It's great to have you. It's my pleasure. Um, The concept of religion and spirituality are often intertwined. It seems there is no exact universal meaning of spirituality. How do you personally define spirituality? Yes, I think it's a very uh, complex thing. Universal is a good word because it describes um, probably the feeling that everyone experiences uh, and it's the search for meaning for something deeper in their lives and it's it's um, it's an individual feeling for everyone uh, but but we all uh, share that feeling in some way or other even probably without knowing it at times if I was to talk a little bit more about the uh, individual notion uh, just to give a little bit about my background just a couple of little uh, snapshots for example I, when I was growing up the culture uh, was uh, very religious when I was young. Uh, I grew up as a uh, Catholic. We went to church on a Sunday. And uh, I remember at age seven I wanted to be, or I said I wanted to be a priest mm-hmm. because uh, they only work on Sundays. Oh. I have found <laughs> out since that, uh, <laughs> that that's not exactly the case, uh, certainly not the case. I struggled through in my teenage years, Crime and Punishment by Dostoevsky. And uh, there's a a moment in that where uh, Raskolnikov says uh, to uh, Sonia, and Raskolnikov has committed murder just to see what it's like, basically, and and he's quite depraved and denying there's really any meaning in life. And uh, she's she's a very humble person. And and uh, he says, what does God do for you? And, and she says, just very simply, well, he does everything. That's something that, that really uh, resonated with me. Mm-hmm. And um, just hark back to uh, what Kylie said before. Thanks for uh, mentioning me in the intro, uh, resonating with you. I, I didn't know I did that. So those are just a couple of snapshots from my life. But everyone's life is so different when you think back on your own life. Mm. There's, there's, there's things Absolutely. that have stood out for us. And spirituality is, is, a, uh, is a very deep and complex subject. And it's only been in recent years really that uh, it's been defined as um, something different to religion. Mm-hmm. It was always, they were always just tied together. So, yeah, there's a lot of exploration about the topic, say, in the last 20 or 30 years. Definitely. Yeah, it's sort of hard to encapsulate in a yes. short podcast, yeah. but we'll certainly give it our best shot today. Mm. So, Andrew, research confirms... And I know from my experience with seniors that as we grow older, we sometimes, or not all of us, I don't want to generalise, but um, perhaps we place more importance on our spirituality. Why do you find that is? Well, I think it's the case. And, and again, I, I don't want to generalise either, but uh, the busyness of our lives shrinks, shrinks a bit. We don't have uh, a busy family and, and work life. Well, I mean, we still may to a degree, but not, not 
not to the extent that we did have. And there are many, many changes that occur as, as we age. We often uh, lose loved ones, lose a spouse. Um, we, we may lose a house that we've lived in all our lives or, and eventually we may even go into care. And so there's a lot of grief and trauma that goes along with those losses. So the elderly are really, many of them, looking for some kind of deeper meaning to all those changes. And not just that, they're looking for some meaning to the lives that they've lived uh, up to that point. And as they, as they uh, age more, they're looking at uh, what uh, death will hold for them and, and seeking to find some meaning in yeah. that as well. So You've said something else that resonated with me. <laughs> <laughs> And I was, ta- I was thinking about it last night when I was preparing for today, mm. like sort of reflecting on my own life and thinking when you're, you're busy with young children, sort of mm. that 20 to 30 years that you're raising kids is such a blur and so busy. It's sometimes yes. not till your kids grow up and maybe move out that you then have the space in your life to sort of think, wow, what's it all about? Yeah. <laughs> so it can be a bit of a reawakening then. Yes, what's it, it all well. about and yeah. what's next? And what should yeah, I, yeah, what's next for me? And mm. yeah, very interesting. Mm. I love that. You've spent a lifetime creating a home. It's where you belong. As you age, Anglican Care's home life can help you remain happy and independent in your very own home. Find out how at anglicancare.com.au. So we may have already covered this in in talking about mortality and grief, but what perhaps are our spiritual needs in our twilight years? I did allude to it, but I think it's just uh, finding that deeper meaning that uh, moves us, that gives us some meaning, some form of perhaps transcendence in our lives. For some people, that may not be uh, tied to religion at all. Uh, They could be founded in their in their work or in their charity work or in their um, academic work. But uh, on many occasions there, there will be something extra that, that they will need to, uh, to give their life a bit of meaning going forward and looking back. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, I think some of that has encapsulated my next question, Andrew. Mm. Unlike yourself, I did not have a religious upbringing. Mm. I, ha- I have never even been to a normal church service, in fact. So I guess as I've gotten older and as my kids have gotten older and prompted by a bit of trauma I've experienced mm. in my life, I have sort of thought about uh, spirituality a lot more. But for me, I guess it's connecting with nature, doing yoga and meditation, even patting my dogs, um, and being in tune with my sort of intuition and gut instincts. And, and I, I, I feel like I live my life by a certain set of values. Is that all part of spirituality, do you think? Well, I think the, um, the values certainly could be, I mean, they could be also tied up with one's uh, personal ethics or philosophy, but uh, all the great religions of the world have, um, have uh, an ethical basis as well. I think that the important things that give your life meaning, Kylie, uh, some of them really, you can look at uh, all the indigenous uh, religions of the world, including our First Nations people. It's, it's the, the land. It's, it's yeah, the, they're uh, very tied to nature. And yes, yes, yeah. indeed. And it feeds uh, your soul, doesn't it, nature? Oh, absolutely. Well, it does. And um, I, I guess another example there is uh, I lived in Japan for some years and they are either or both Shinto and Buddhist. Mm-hmm. 
But it, it tends to be for the majority of them on major spiritual occasions. When they have time off, which uh, isn't all that, all that often, they flock to nature and uh, it's, it's really it's like a, a worship there, their they're feeling when they can get out of the cities and, and spend time in the mountains. Even when they have their cherry blossom time, their hanami time, they all flock to see those cherry blossoms and they really just bask in the beauty of nature. They do, they do, yes. It's on the nightly news every night the uh, where, where they are now and uh, yeah, because it's such a short period of time that they, they blossom for. Kylie, you did mention a couple of other things. I mean, well, yoga, I mean, it's that's um, connected to Hinduism and as well as being a wonderful form of physical exercise and, and mental exercise if, if you if you do if you incorporate the spiritual element of it it's it's just uh, I think it really gets helps you to get in touch with yourself yeah I've absolutely um, found that and I, I feel like it's really gotten me through some hard times sometimes mm, having that ritual and routine in my life mm, and that yeah mm. and all all religions have those rituals yes, yeah yeah Share Anglican Cares Let's Talk Seniors on your Facebook page. Your friends will dig us. So, Andrew, you're a pastoral care coordinator, so you support the spiritual well-being of a diverse range of people. Um, so we're talking from Christians to atheists and, and people from other religions too. How do you go about doing that for such a broad and varied group of people? Yes, well, I, I mean, Anglican Care is an agency of the Anglican Diocese of Newcastle. So I'm a, a chaplain, uh, pastoral care coordinator at Anglican Care. And, and what is primarily offered is Christian Anglican Christian services and pastoral care. Uh, however, um, we cater for, well, we're open to a diverse range of people. We're non-discriminatory and uh, we, uh, we will seek to uh, aid any, anyone uh, in uh, in the search for getting in touch with their own uh, sense of spirituality, uh, I think with uh, other denomination, other Christian denominations, it's quite easy perhaps to uh, uh, link people up with, uh, uh, say, the local Catholic priest or uniting minister, sure. etc. It gets a little harder with uh, religions that uh, are um, probably rarer in the in the uh, Hunter area, mm. but I, I would certainly do my best to uh, contact the local imam if someone was uh, a Muslim or uh, if someone was Jewish. I'd try to find the uh, local rabbi, etc., or a Buddhist monk if someone was Buddhist. It may be that those um, people we cannot locate them, but there may be other practitioners of the religions. There are a lot of lay practitioners of religions who could come in and pray with them. As far as atheists are uh, concerned. Again, certainly open to everyone's beliefs, uh, and um, I, I do. And I've had many a, a good conversation with people who are atheists. Sure, and uh, they've been wonderful. And, and a lot of times, because of the uh, I think plague of loneliness in our society, it, they're just happy to have someone sort of uh, listen to them in, in a sort of a compassionate, compassionate way. Although there have been other times where I, I have had the uh, door slammed in my face. <laughs> and, um, I mean, who knows, perhaps I deserved it. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, They weren't so accepting of you, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, maybe not. But I, I did try to get in that, look, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm happy to listen. I'm happy I'm to chat. I'm here for chat. all. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you're very non-judgmental and broad-minded, which I know people love about you. Oh, thank you, Kylie. <laughs> 
Are you ready to downsize your home? You're done with the endless maintenance and mowing the lawn? With Anglican Care's Retirement Villages, you can relax and live amongst friends carefree. Discover how at anglicancare.com.au. So um, I know this is a very complex topic and we could probably talk about it for hours, but um, I know Michelle's going to wind me up in a minute. Finally, Andrew, if someone wants to get more in touch with their spirituality, where do they begin? I know that's a very vast question. I'll go back to something you said before, Kylie. It's uh, you get in touch with your your instinct. I would encourage people to get in touch with their instinct. Uh, what is it that uh, that moves you? What is it that uh, um, if you think about your life and the things that you've done that has really made some difference to you personally? And often, yeah, things like getting in touch with nature or uh, just being in the garden. Walking on the beach. I liked what you said before, Andrew, about sometimes it can be volunteer work and doing things for others as well can be a form of spirituality. Of course, charity work, yeah. Yeah, it can really give your life meaning. Mm, It can. It can give great meaning. And I think uh, on certain occasions, the generation that uh, is, for example, in in care at the moment, they oftentimes lived a, a little bit simpler, less crowded life than what we live now. And they may already know, or certainly their, their family or friends may be able to uh, say, well, this really gives them meaning. This has always really resonated with them, uh, whether it's listening to a, a choir sing or, or um, going to a concert or whatever it is. So it may be easier for them than the generations that are coming after to get in touch with their spiritual side because we've, we've just, we tend to get a bit bombarded from every direction. So we need to work that little bit harder to find our spirituality. Yes, I've actually noticed that about the older generation mm. and people that do have that religious faith that when something traumatic does happen to them, I, I always admire how stoic and, and how they get through it because they have this such strong faith. They do, they do. And, yeah, there can be certainly an argument made that, well, the the split in, in uh, religion and, and spirituality at, at large Whereas I think in general it's a good thing. It, it hasn't made some people's paths e- easier because the uh, yeah they have a very uh, a very strong faith and it does help them. Yes, I, I have really noticed that over the years. Well, thank you, Andrew, for being a very special My guest pleasure. today and sort of delving into that enlightening mm. sort of and complex topic. As a little bit of fun at the end of our podcast for our guests, we're asking them to dive into our lucky dip, which is full of things that engender health and well-being. Given that's the ethos of our podcast. Sure. So let's see what you get today. We'll get you to unwrap it in front of us, Andrew, and let us know what you think. Well, thank you very much. I was hoping that Andrew might get a yoga mat, actually. Oh, it's a little small for that, (laughs) Kylie. It's not the right shape, I definitely agree. (laughs) Well, it's a uh, skipping rope. Ah, Oh, we could picture you doing that on the weekends. Yeah, well, I I could certainly lose a few pounds, so... uh, (laughs) I'm happy to receive this. It's all about the physical and mental health and well-being, Andrew. That's right. I think they all (laughs) comprise comprise the spiritual too, yes. Oh, great. Thank you. My pleasure. So we look forward to chatting to Dr John Ward in our next informative and fabulous podcast about our seniors taking too many medications. Mm, Very interesting. I'll see you then. (laughs) Thanks. Do you have any topics you want Kylie and Michelle to discuss? Get in touch by emailing letstalkseniors at anglicancare.com.au.